So this week, because it's Thanksgiving, I decided that I would do my solo episode a week early and not have it be the first week of December, but have it be the last week of November. And so this week, I wanted to talk a little bit about how important it is to take care of yourself and not just on the mental side of the self-care spectrum, but also on the physical side. I was diagnosed with stage zero melanoma cancer less than a month ago, and I wanted to talk to you about what happened and how it was taken care of and how important it is for you to get your regular health screenings, especially if you haven't done it in a long time like I had. You are listening to the Women of the Military podcast, where we share the stories of female service members and how the military touched their lives. I'm your host, military veteran, military spouse, and mom, Amanda Huffman. My goal is to find the heart of the story and uncover issues women face while serving in the military. If you want to be encouraged by the stories of military women and be inspired to change the world, keep tuned for this latest episode of Women of the Military. On October 23rd, I got a phone call about a biopsy result for a mole on my leg. It was stage zero melanoma cancer. I was 34 at the time, and I was in shock of the news that I had skin cancer. My first reaction when they told me I needed to come into the doctor's office next week to have the mole removed was, I'm too busy. They only gave me the option of coming in on Wednesday, and in the morning I volunteered with the Mothers of Preschoolers organization, and I knew I had a meeting. And in the afternoon, I had a podcast interview that I was planning to attend. So when they told me I needed to come in, my first thought was, I'm too busy. The doctor told me I could wait until the morning to make the appointment and that they would call me back. I kind of thought it was weird that she gave me option to wait until the morning because I didn't think my mind would change by then. But I asked her to give me the times available so that I could coordinate childcare and figure out the best option for when to make the appointment. And by the time she came back from the front desk to tell me the open times for the appointment, I had already decided that I needed to take care of myself and skip the podcast interview and reschedule while still being able to attend the mother of preschoolers meeting in the morning. So that's what I did. I made the appointment for the afternoon. I was able to find someone to watch my younger son. It actually ended up being someone I knew in California who's mom ended up living less than two miles away from the surgery took place and so that was a blessing to have her right there to be able to watch my son. I forgot to mention earlier that I also volunteer on Wednesdays at my son's school for a program they call Lego Club. So my plan was after I got the surgery done, picked up my younger son, I would head to the school and volunteer after having the cancer removed from my leg. When I emailed the head lady about my predicament and told her that I'd probably be a little late, she told me, why don't you just not come? We have plenty of volunteers and it sounds like you need to stay home. 
And she even offered to take my oldest home from the program so that I wouldn't have to come get him. That was a total blessing and a reality that I needed to focus more on taking care of myself instead of doing all the different obligations I thought I needed to do. So that's a story of what happened in the last, I guess, month and a half of my life. I went from doing a biopsy, assuming that it would be negative, to having stage zero melanoma cancer, to having it removed the following week, and then getting results about two weeks later, actually on my birthday, that I was cancer-free. And so now I have a whole new outlook on what self-care is, and I wanted to talk a little bit this week about what I've learned and why I think it's important to not only take care of your mental health on the self-care side, but also your physical health. So this all goes back to a, a, not a mole, but a bump on my lip that I saw less than a year after my youngest son was born. It was pretty big and it was like a whitish color and it kind of concerned me because it kind of came out of nowhere and I knew I hadn't had it before and so I wanted to go to the doctor but I was busy. So it probably took me like three or four months after I was concerned about it to finally go to the doctor. The base doctor did a biopsy and it came back abnormal, so they sent me to dermatology in LA to get it looked at further. The dermatologist wasn't worried about it. She said even though it was abnormal, it wasn't cancer, and that they tried to use some sort of therapy to flatten it out and make it so that it was less noticeable. But when they were done with all their whatever the heck they were doing, it was still a bump. It was a lot smaller than it had been before, but it was still there. And kind of a constant reminder of, I don't know, just, it was just something that was concerning me. And then I didn't do anything because the doctors had said it was fine. And at the time, uh, at my last appointment, for my the bump under my lip, I had done a full body skin check in LA and they hadn't found anything and so I wasn't worried or concerned about any of my moles. So when we moved to Virginia, I kind of noticed that the bump seemed to be growing or it just, I don't know, something about it really bothered me. It took me a year before I went into the doctor to get a referral and actually the only reason I went to get the referral was because I had plantar fasciitis which is a foot condition that happens when you run sometimes well I was running with really old shoes and so that messed up my feet and so I was already there for the plantar fasciitis so I asked if I could get a referral to dermatology and the doctor said yes so I really didn't go in specifically for the bump on my lip. I just went because I got plantar fasciitis and I needed to see if I needed a referral for that and she was able to give me some inserts that have really helped my feet and I haven't had to worry about that. So that's kind of like the first God timing thing. I had been thinking about it for over a year and then I finally went to the doctor because of something else and then I got the referral to dermatology because I was already at the doctor and I figured, what the heck? So 
a few days went by and the way that the military does it in Northern Virginia is that the referral office usually calls you and tells you that you can have an appointment. I had asked if I could go to Fort Belvoir because I thought that was the closest option for medical health and they said they didn't take civilian patients, which I'm a civilian because I'm a military spouse and not active duty. And then they said you could pick one of the other three hospitals and I haven't gone to the hospitals and I had just heard that they were all really far away, and I just said, well, you can just pick one, and we'll make a day out of it. My thinking was that we would go in the summer, because that was July, and I would take my boys with me, and we would just, wherever we ended up, we would make an adventure out of it. The person on the other end of the phone said, would you like to go somewhere closer to your house? And I said, yes. So he ended up picking a civilian doctor who ended up living less than two miles away from where my friend's mom lived, which I didn't know about at the time. And so I called to make my appointment. They were really booked and they couldn't see me until mid-August, but in mid-August I was on my way to Florida for a podcast conference, and then a trip to Disney World. So I was finally able to get an appointment in September. And so I got the appointment in September, and they did a full body skin check, and they told me that they would look into my lower lip. So when they did the full body skin check, she was concerned about the mole on my leg, and so she recommended I do a biopsy for that. And they were gonna, they needed the test results that the base had done in LA so that they wouldn't have to do another biopsy and just to speed up the process for my lower lip. So my husband was traveling a lot at the time and I was a little bit concerned about getting surgery and I think I was overly stressed out about getting the paperwork from the base because I had to fill out a paper and mail it in and for some reason, that felt really complicated, and it took me a couple weeks, so I finally went and got the biopsy done in mid-October and was able to get my friend's mom to watch my youngest during the appointment, and they were able to do the biopsy, and because uh, the bump on my lip was on my face, the doctor recommended that I get plastic surgery instead of having her do it because it would leave a pretty big scar on my face, which probably would have been worse than just having a bump under my lip. I did that, and they did the biopsy, and I I felt confident that that was the end of that and that I would go on my way. And then a week later, I got a phone call, and I was in the middle of doing a podcast interview, so I didn't answer the phone, and it was the doctor's office, and they left a message and so they got my results, but then they didn't say anything else. And that's kind of a trigger because I had told them if they wanted to, they could leave a message and they didn't have to uh, wait to talk to me in person to give me the results. So I kind of figured there was something wrong. I still didn't think it was cancer. I just thought it came back abnormal and I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't that worried about it. But anyway, a few hours later, they called me again, and this time I saw the number and wasn't busy, so I was able to answer it, and that's when the doctor told me 
that I had stage zero melanoma cancer and was able to set up the appointment for the following week and able to have my friend's mom again watch my son. And the crazy thing about that instance is that she was out of town the whole month of September and she had just gotten back when I went and did the original biopsy. And then when they got the results, the week later, she was able to watch my son because she was in town and then the following week she was out of town so I felt like it was all part of God's timing that she was able to watch him because even though she was in a great location that made it easy for me to drop him off if had she not been home it wouldn't have worked so that was kind of a cool way to see how God had everything under control and was able to take care of all the tiny details and even delaying me going in the summer, which since they found it at the earliest stage, they might have not seen it or who knows. I just feel really lucky that all the timing of everything worked together so that I could have the procedure done and be able to say cancer-free. So the recovery for my leg, I did the surgery the 30th, so on Halloween Normally I would go trick-or-treating, but I stayed on the porch and gave out candy and rested with my leg up and just tried to not do too much activity. I was on a two weeks no working out, but normally I go to a mom's boot camp Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Well, when I don't have mops, but I go pretty consistently Monday, Friday, and it's just so happened it was Veterans Day, so I couldn't go that Monday. On Friday, I had got invited to a conference, and so I ended up missing like one or two days that I could have actually gone, but most of the days in that two weeks, I was busy doing other things, so it wasn't really like I couldn't, I could have gone to the workout class anyway, so that timing worked out really well too, and then after my two weeks of not working out, I was able to go back to working out. I still can't do everything because I have a cut that's healing on the the mole was right above my knee on my left leg and so I just have to be careful and I'm trying to take time to recover from the surgery and I have a follow-up next week well this episode will air next week so I have a follow-up on tomorrow if you're listening to this on Tuesday to have the doctors check up on how my leg is healing But overall, in the grand scheme of things, I'm really lucky. They caught it super early. They got the mole and the cancer removed, and they did a biopsy on below the skin, and there's no cancer. So it really was like a 15-minute, if that, surgery where they cut open my leg and they were talking to me the whole time actually about my podcast and it was pretty simple and easy but had it not been detected and had I not gone in for that appointment it could have turned into something that was really dangerous and required a lot more work to get it taken care of and easily and even could have ended in a way that was not being alive anymore which is really scary because I haven't had an annual physical since, well, since I left the military, but I would say since I had my son, because when you go to the doctor, they make you do physicals, and so I, he's going to be four in December, and since his birth, I haven't 
seen the doctor really at all. I feel really good. I've been really healthy and active, and I wasn't concerned about my health, and I thought annual physicals were just something that kids did. So I think that more than just the fact that they caught skin cancer, it was the whole experience has made me realize how important it is to not only take care of my mental health, which I have been working a lot on and I've been taking a lot of time and effort to improve my mental health and to grow as a person and it has been a healing journey of focusing on healing my mind and overcoming PTSD and other issues from my past and it's just something that I've really been working on and I felt like I was doing a really good job in self-care because I was trying to take care of myself mentally, I was eating healthy, I was working out regularly, and I was trying to make time to take a break from the kids, to get my hair cut, to get pedicures every once in a while, and I thought that's all that it meant when you said self-care. But now I realize that self-care is more than the mental state of your body and the relaxation and the time with friends, but also taking care of your physical body because even if you're taking care of your mental state and you're getting healthier and you're well-rounded and you feel like a happier person overall, if you're not taking care of your body, which includes going to the doctor even when you think everything's okay, then you could could die and have some sort of illness creep up on you and not even know it. So I already made my yearly physical for the doctor this year and surprise, surprise, they wanted me to do blood work and I'm behind on a bunch of other medical screenings that I need to do. And so I'm trying to take care of myself physically in a way that I wasn't taking care of myself. Going to the doctor and doing all the regular screenings that you need to do. So, if you're listening to this and you haven't gone to the doctor in forever, especially for a yearly physical, I highly encourage you to schedule that appointment and take care of yourself. And from what I've learned from going to the doctor a lot in the last two months is that it does take a lot of time and it feels like it's a lot of work and it's not worth all the effort because you feel fine, you're healthy, but there's a lot of things that we could be going on inside your body that could be taken care of very easily like the skin cancer was just a simple procedure where they cut it out of my leg and I didn't have to do anything else, but if I had waited until I was not feeling good and could see the effects from the inside of my body and not just on the surface, it would have been a lot more complicated to get rid of the skin cancer and really could have been bad. So if you are, well, whatever age you're at, you need to make sure that you're getting your month, not your monthly, your yearly doctor visits to check in with your doctor and I know if you're a military spouse or someone who's well if you're active duty they make you do it but if you're a military spouse it's sometimes hard because you're always changing doctors and you're always taking care of your kids and trying to make sure their appointments are up to date but you really 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 need to make sure that you take care of yourself because you 
can't do the things that you want to do in the future if you're not here. And that's the reality of what can happen if you don't take care of yourself and you don't have those regular screenings. So I think I've made my point overly clear and I've talked a little bit more than I expected, but I hope that you guys can learn from my experience and that you can be encouraged to take action and to do either the regular yearly doctor checkups or if you're getting older like I am and there's different medical screenings that you need to do like mammograms or pap smears or if you're a guy I don't know what the regular screenings are but those types of things are really important and you need to take care of yourself more than just the mental and the massages and taking a break from your kids and going to the mall with your friends, but you really need to take care of your physical health and see a doctor and take that time to take care of you. So I hope you have a great Thanksgiving week and thanks for listening. Hi friends, I know the holidays are coming and you're starting to look for gifts for your friends and family. I have the best thing for you to get Women of the Military is a compilation of 28 stories of women who have served or are currently serving in the military. Through the stories of these women, you will learn so much about not only the military, but what women have done and how much has changed for women throughout the years. And this book is an especially great gift for women veterans that you know or women who are looking to join the military. But even if you don't know anyone who fits those categories, I think everyone will enjoy learning more about military women through purchasing Women of the Military, available on Amazon. But if you want to make your gift extra special, you can get a signed copy from me. Just send me an email at airmentomom at gmail.com and I can ship you out your own signed copy of Women of the Military. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Military. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing stories I have with women who have served in our military. Did you love the show? Don't forget to leave a review. Finally, if you are a woman who has served or is currently serving in the military, please email me at airmentomom at gmail.com so I can set you up to be on a future episode of Women of the Military. 